And now, Capital Chat, the community connection, K-I-N-Y. All right, good morning to you. It is 8-19, and we are jumping into a Capital Chat this morning with Lauren Anderson from Treadwell Arena. And uh, Lauren's here to tell us about turkey bowling. Good morning. <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> turkey bowling, uh, this is... This is uh, something that sounds like a lot of fun. It's going to happen in Treadwell, I understand. Yeah, it's so much fun, and it's turned into an annual event. Um, It started, oh, over 15 years ago. Wow. And, yes, and it's basically bowling with the turkey on the ice uh, with your skates on, and uh, you can win a free turkey. We have two different categories. We have an adult category and a youth category. And um, we have, uh, for the little little ones, like five and under, we have a Cornish hen. <laughs> so it's not quite as heavy as our turkeys. And, um, yeah, we bowl with turkeys. We just do one frame. And then we often have a tie. And so then we have to have a bowl off. And the winning... Um, with the highest highest score uh, of the adults and the youth take home a, um, a a turkey. And it's not the turkey that we bowl with, just to be clear. Uh, we do have winning turkeys. <laughs> you don't have to take the, no. <laughs> the beat up. <laughs> no, not at all. So it's really fun, oh. and it's turned into um, an event that has brought in a lot of folks. Regular admission applies. And um, we are accepting canned goods um, oh, if, you, if you'd like to um, d- make a donation. And this, uh, the canned goods, I'm assuming, will help out the Southeast Alaska Food Bank, right? Yep. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and and uh, so turkey bowling, this is coming up on the 22nd of November, which is a Wednesday. Yeah. It's the Wednesday before Thanksgiving. And, yeah. And uh, it's going to take place at... Treadwell Arena. What time does it start? 6.45 to 8 o'clock. And you said regular admission applies. Now, what is regular admission? It's $7 for an adult and $6 for a youth. Okay. And um, what what you do is when you arrive, you pay your admission and you can sign up. We have our our bowling sheets. And then um, once the open skate starts, then we'll we'll basically start our bowling pretty quickly. All right. All right. So how how long is the the lane for... for Good question. (laughs) Yeah. So basically, we just take a small section. So the open skate is going on. We cone off a small area and... um, uh, the it's about sixty feet. Oh, so it's a, it's a pretty good distance. Yeah, though. yeah. We try we try to make it a little bit of a challenge. Okay. Yeah. All right. It sounds like a challenge. Yeah. yeah it's particularly when you when you say yeah, the participants going to be on skates. Yes. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got to get yourself pretty stable, and it, uh, yeah, but it's fun. So you can be skating around, and then I'll be on the mic, and we announce um, the skaters. We will make it a disco skate, so be ready for that. That's always fun, oh. and um, yeah, it, it's a good time. So you, uh, I encourage you all to come out to try some turkey bowling on Wednesday, okay. uh, November twenty second, six forty five to eight o'clock. All right, now that's not the only uh, bag of fun you have in store for us. You also have something going on Friday, the day after thanksgiving and maggie maggie's sitting right next to you she's she's just put on some uh, holiday decoration um, uh, attire <laughs> what what exactly is that maggie 
Okay, so the Douglas Fourth of July Committee puts on an annual Christmas tree lighting the Friday after Thanksgiving. So Friday, November 24th, starting at 6.30, we will have the Christmas tree lighting at the Douglas Community United Methodist Church lot. All right. We have a tree that we planted many years ago. So does this coincide with the Santa skate that's it happening? It absolutely does. Ah, all right. Yes. So these are connected somehow. Let's, yes. Let's hear about it. Okay, well, first of all, I'll just give you a quick rundown. Is yes. The Douglas Fourth of July committee um, works on just not only the 4th of July, but all of also the Christmas tree lighting because the miners in Douglas would get two holidays a year. That was the 4th of July and Christmas. Mm-hmm. And so it's the only time that the Douglas was quiet and the mines, the, the stamp mills had turned off. And so that's why we go ahead and do this Christmas tree lighting as Excellent. well. So we'll have carols and we have, we'll, we'll hand out um, Song sheets so people don't have to remember all the words to the fun Christmas carols every year, right? That's a good thing for so me. Bring a flashlight so that you can read them. Please leave your puppies at home um, and come and join us at 6.30 for the annual Christmas tree lighting, which will then go right on down to Treadwell Arena for the annual Christmas with Santa Skate. Santa Skate. And uh, I'm I'm assuming that this is a family uh, event and and regular admission applies to this. No, No, this is actually free thanks to the Douglas Fourth of July Committee. They're our sponsor this year, so it is free. Yes, and it's first come, first serve. This is the day after Thanksgiving, so Friday, uh, November 24th from 7 o'clock to 8.15. And um, Santa will be on the ice. We're really excited. This is also an annual event. This has been going on for 20 years, At I least. think, since, yes. the, since the rink opened. Right, yeah. mm-hmm. right, okay. Excellent. Yeah. yeah. Sounds like a lot of fun. It yeah, it is. is. It's a fun-filled weekend at the ice arena. There's so much going on, but it's great to get um, get outside and do things, but also uh, come inside depending on the weather. Right, okay. So uh, so you got a little turkey bowling on Wednesday, and then uh, you could win a turkey, and then take the, home, the thing home and have it for, for Thursday's dinner, and then come over for the Santa skate to work off all the all the all the pounds that we've, we've after you watch the Christmas tree being lit up in Douglas. Right. After yes, right, exactly. Now, how far of a walk is it from from the lighting down to the treadwell? Ten minutes. Yeah, it's a half mile. Okay. Yeah. All right. So dress warm yes. and uh, and and bring cameras. Yes. Oh, and it, we leave the lights up until way past Christmas, so you can come and take pictures in front of the lit tree. Oh. So it's it's really pretty when it's dark outside, and Excellent. that happens a lot at this time of year. Excellent. <laughs> Excellent. Looking forward to it. And uh, I love your attire. You you are you you're lit up. Let me tell you. <laughs> yep. Christmas tree lighting. You know. Yeah. Get in the spirit. (laughs) (laughs) I love that hat. That's great. We're going to have to have somebody come in here and take photos. This is fantastic. We've already got the Christmas spirit going on. And I I made a comment last week that I had uh, already put my Christmas tree up. I know it was probably not... not what normal people would do, but but I'm excited about it. So I want my Christmas tree up. Now I'm slowly getting the Christmas lights up outside. So well, you have to take advantage of the dry weather when exactly. so anytime there's dry weather, put the lights up. <laughs> right, exactly. Right now, so is there is is there some sort of a, a rule that we need to follow as far as putting 
putting trees and lights up? Is, is it too early still? Do we have to wait till Thanksgiving? I think after you get your Halloween candy, people put their trees up. So Thank you. We don't have ours up yet, but I know it's becoming uh, more popular. And, and with our dark days, it's nice to brighten things up with it, with your lights. I think so. Yeah. I think so. That's why we bring Maggie in. <laughs> right. <laughs> Light it up. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, all right. Hey, we're going to take a short break. We'll be right back with more Capital Chat on KINY. Stick around. All right, we are back to Capital Chat on KINY, and we still have Lauren and Maggie in the studio, and uh, we're talking about the tree lighting in Douglas, the Santa skate, uh, both of which take place the day after Thanksgiving, and of course, the day before Thanksgiving is the turkey bowling. Now, turkey bowling, there is a, a uh, an admission for that over at Treadwell. That is $7 for an adult, $6 for a youth, and skates are included so what if what if I brought my own skates? What? That's fine. Okay. We encourage it. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. Yep. So you can bring your own skates then. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Excellent. Good to know. Good to know. Uh, and uh, Maggie, we've got the the uh, tree lighting at at uh, in Douglas. And you, what did you say? Anybody can go over there without a passport. Anybody can come across <laughs> the bridge. We encourage everybody in the community to come over for the annual Christmas tree lighting. All right. And it's at six thirty on Friday, November twenty fourth. Bring flashlights so you can see the words to the music and bring your cameras so you can take pictures afterwards in front of the nicely lit Christmas tree. Excellent. And that is going to lead down to Treadwell. Uh, and where at the, 7 o'clock, we're going to have Santa Skate. Right. Sponsored by the Douglas Fourth of July Committee. That yes. is so cool. And yes. is Santa a pretty good skater? Absolutely. All right. Has to weave in between all the little kids. Well, he's got to keep his balance with that bag and everything else. Exactly. You know, yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's busy. And huh? sa- do we have Santa's elves as well this yes, year? Yes, absolutely. We oh. do. Yeah, Santa will have elves. Yes. There's going to be elves as elves well. Elves as well. Yeah. Bring your cameras down to I'm that, too. I'm liking that. All right. <laughs> all right. Uh, Lauren and Maggie, uh, I thank you both for your time today. Thanks for coming in and sharing that with us. And again, uh, donations are going to be accepted for the turkey bowling as, as well, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and the Donations are going to benefit the Southeast Alaska Food Bank. They are in need of donations ASAP. So if you can help them out in uh, any way, shape, or form, it is uh, appreciated. So let's just keep it that way. Uh, We'll be back with more Capital Chat on KINY. You want to keep your ears right here. Back to Capital Chat, KINY. All right, good morning once again. It is 8.35 in the studio. We now have Aaron and Jessica from Catholic Community Services. Good morning and welcome to Capital Chat. Good morning. Good morning. Hey, thanks for coming in today. Uh, I know you have... Uh, you have announcements. I do. And uh, we're also going to talk about the, uh, some of the programs that are available. And l- let's go ahead and start with you, Aaron. Go ahead. Uh, what announcements have we got? Okay. Well, first off, we want to say that it is National Family Caregiver Month. This is a month that uh, there's even a presidential proclamation. Every month, November is a month that we celebrate family caregivers. So much caregiving for elders in our communities is done by their families for free out of the goodness of their hearts. It's it's stressful, it's important, and it's good for us to recognize them and for us to support them. And so we are doing our... Uh annual caregiver education series so every um so on november 14th 21st and 28th those are tuesdays from 2 to 3 p.m um this week it's a fall prevention workshop um 
because falls can be devastating. It can, and, you know, half the people who fall when they're elderly end up in the hospital, and half of those people don't necessarily ever make it all the way back out to independent living. So how to prevent falls for caregivers. Um, the week after that, it's uh, smooth sailing for caregivers. It's resources for seniors and their caregivers, and our partner, Southeast Independent Living, is going to be there, and they are fantastic. And on the 28th, we're going to be having communication tips for caregivers. How do you have meaningful conversation, effective communication um, with your loved one who's who's aging and perhaps has some cognitive dementia. But how do you still have that conversation? Talk to them about important things and, and allow them, support them to still have independent choice. And so, right. I mean, it's, it's so important that as caregivers that we are respectful and loving um, and we, we support autonomy and individual choice as well. And this series is about that. So, and it's, of course, it's free. It's on Zoom. Um, just get on ccsak.org and you can uh, can sign up and get the link. Okay, and that's ccsak.org. Now, now these are free. Uh, mm-hmm. How how long are these these classes? They're an hour. And an hour long. Yeah, and we do record them so people can get on oh. later and uh, get on our channel once we upload them, and you can do them Excellent. later. Yeah, last year they had some incredible ones about um, how to have conversations with people with like advanced dementia, how to help them right. in, engage, but also help them stay calm and feel at peace. And I learned a lot. That's that's the important stuff. Um, you know, none of us are getting younger, and we're <laughs> we're all going to have to take care of somebody at some point, and uh, oftentimes it's our parents or or loved ones of some mm-hmm. sort, and uh, it's very very common for the Alzheimer's dementia and, and all that. As they are experiencing those things we need to know how to have those conversations how to say hey dad i don't think you need to be driving right now yeah um hey dad make sure you have your your cane or or your phone with you or you know these right and if you can't make the webinars a great place to start is just to call our senior and caregiver resource center that's 463-6177 again it's free to anyone in southeast or anyone who loves someone in southeast Um, just call us and say i don't know how to have the conversation with my dad and we can steer you towards those resources and if you're a senior and you don't know what to do next because things are bills are piling up you're you're struggling with how to get assistance or you know get things figured out just call us okay that's that's the senior and caregiver resource center's job um that's all we do is help people through that um and we welcome all calls and, and a caregiver honestly is anybody who cares about a senior citizen it could be your neighbor that was it my could next be that, question it's anybody man we, we we don't have a gatekeeper issue just call us we want you to t- sure. call us so we can help and and honestly talking about dementia and folks with cognitive stuff that's all that jess does with her team at the bridge adult day center okay. All right. Uh, and again, that phone number, uh, 463-6177? That's correct. Okay. Um, can we transition over to Jess real quick? And uh, let's talk about the uh, programs that you have over there. Yeah. Hi. Thanks for having me. Um, so, yeah, as Aaron said, what we do is primarily Alzheimer's dementia. We also help folks that have strokes, TBIs, or maybe they're just at a point where they're older and they have a hard time getting around and you're worried about mom and dad being home alone. Um, that's right. what we're there for. Um, so last time I was here, we talked about what a special place it is. It's definitely special. Um, talked about that there's no wait list right now. Um, we are filling up. We're getting some more people, but there's still plenty of space if you want to come and check it out. Um, 
I want to talk a little bit about the activities that we do. Um, we do a lot of physical activities, and we balance that with some cognitive and reminiscent activities. We do things like bag ball and basketball and lawn darts. We uh, have a few games called Shake Loose a Memory or Shake Up the Relatives, and it's just getting that conversation going about the past, you know, and we have a lot of laughs. Um, a big part of our day is sitting down and socializing because as we get older, we don't have as much opportunity for that social interaction. And it's been shown that when we don't have that, the cognition slows down. Right. And so it's just so important for people to be able to get out, have some fun, talk with people their own age, you know, and they, they talk with us too. But um, it's it's kind of like a little social club, and it's really good for folks. Sure. Now, I, I have a question about this. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you talked about some of the games and, and the conversations that you have with folks. Um, a friend of mine who whose father is going through this right now, they have recently read, and, and they passed it along to me, that music, plain music, is one thing that can and has been shown to slow down the progression of dementia and or Alzheimer's. Is that true? Yes, and it's, it's, it's one of those things that is a memory trigger. Um, you know, they can forget their whole entire life, but you play that one song and they just light up, you know, and so Isn't something that, that something? I know, something that we also have is we have volunteers that come in and play music and they will play music that they know from when they were younger and um, it's completely out of the goodness of their heart we have people come a couple times a week just to play music for our elders and it's really special they look forward to it we have some people that specifically come just so that they can hear the music that's incredible big thanks to tom loker he's been dedicated mm-hmm. for years yeah, and years coming by to play for them tom is nothing less than huge heart that's, absolutely yeah, and yeah. and the elders that we serve absolutely appreciate him as yeah. well yeah. yeah excellent that's amazing that uh, there we that we're finding things out something so simple mm-hmm. uh, that we're finding out that this is something that can slow down the progression. Mm-hmm. Uh, memory triggers is what mm-hmm. you called this. Yep. Uh, what else besides music would would be a memory trigger? Uh, stories or we do stories. Um, we have on occasion had times where we ask uh, their caregivers to bring in photos, and we have a whole just little section of the day where we look at photos and we talk about memories and um, if they have extras then we keep those on hand. If somebody's having a stressful day, you say hey, can you tell me who this is in that photo, you know, or what's going on right here, you know and just getting them out of where they're feeling a little challenged and frustrated and bringing them into something that is heartwarming. Um, so, so the, these uh, memory triggers are not always audible. Sometimes they're visual. Mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. and okay, All yeah. Right. Um, there's also you know sense of smell. Um, for some folks, when they wow. come into the bridge and they smell the coffee, that wow. just gets their day going in the right way. Okay. Yeah. That's uh, that's some important stuff. Again, you can learn all about it. You, there's three 
different classes coming up directly. That's right. You say they're on Tuesdays? Tuesdays from 2 to 3 o'clock, and they're by Zoom. Okay. Um, and you don't have to be in Juno. If you're outside Juno, of course, Zoom goes everywhere, baby. Yeah, so, you know, <laughs> just get on our website, and you can get the link. Um, okay. And I myself have learned so much from those series That's over excellent. the years, you know. That's ccsak.org, or you can call to get more info, 463-6177. Uh, it, it's 844 right now. We do need to take a short break, but we're going to come back, and I, I believe we're going to add somebody to the group. Is that correct? That's right. All right. Aaron uh, and Jess, uh, stay right there. Don't go anywhere. We'll be back with more Capital Chat on KINY. All right. I think I got those ducks in a row now. <laughs> we're back to Capital Chat on KINY. Good morning. It is 845. And we are we're talking about Catholic community services and um, talking about a lot of stuff this morning. <laughs> We my, are. My head's spinning a little bit. We There's a lot going on. <laughs> there is a lot going on. That's okay, though. That's what we do. Uh, so, Aaron, um, again, every Tuesday there is a uh, Zoom seminar. Yes. Uh, that can help many people out uh, if they are care, caregivers or if they... They just need the information to to um, be able to communicate and or help uh, a friend or a loved one who is battling with dementia and uh, or, or just just getting older and getting you older. know needing to yeah. deal with how do I maintain my independence uh, and stay living in my own home because that's really that one of the missions of Catholic Community Service is making sure that. Seniors can continue to live independently for as long as possible in their home communities. We don't want to have to see um, seniors having to leave their own homes and their home communities sooner than is absolutely necessary. So we provide supports. And there's an exciting project that uh, Juno Economic Development Council has been working on with the new Southeast Alaska Regional Elder Care Coalition, which I happen to be a part of as well. And I'd love Charla to talk a little bit about that. Oh, that'd be great. Thank you so much. Well, I guess there's three things I would want our listeners to know. One is that uh, for the first time in Juno's history, our older population, 60 and above, has exceeded our youth population or the the under 20 age group. And so that's a very telling demographic in terms of a community that we want to have uh, resources and support and structure for our elders so that they can stay in Southeast Alaska and they can age in their homes. Okay, so that's one thing. The population is aging and we want to be responsive to that as a community. Uh, Secondly, of course, we want to honor our elders. That is a value across Southeast Alaska, and we want to support um, the caregivers and the families of the caregivers. And so uh, there's a project under development. It will be some time before it's rolled out, but just to give everyone a heads up, um, this whole, we were working on a project designed for caregivers, either current caregivers uh, who would like to know more about training or some career coaching, or even people who are seeking a job, uh, how uh, uh, there's a very low barrier to become a caregiver. And the beautiful thing about this project, another point, is that so many partners are coming together across the region to make this happen. So Erin mentioned the Southeast Elder 
Regional Elder Care Coalition, and that is a coalition of providers who support elders who are coming together um, to solve common problems. And so that includes Catholic Community Services, SAIL, CERC, the Department of Labor here in, in the Juneau has just been a great partner. And I don't want, I can't list everybody. Um, but if someone is interested in becoming a caregiver, our friends at the Department of Labor would be happy to help set them up, uh, give them an assessment, uh, provide them with opportunities for training, even paid options. And as we develop this uh, support system out, we're going to have a dedicated team where current caregiver, caregivers, future caregivers, and family members can all contact us um, 8 to 5, Monday through Friday, for services uh, related to training, navigation, and um, on the employment side, Recruiting, So we, we really want to build a pipeline of talent. So even those with youth, uh, we're looking at maybe um, doing some youth activities next summer, getting them in some of these uh, facilities in town and seeing some of our caregivers in action. And we think that it would be a great way for youth to have a career path be dedicated to staying in Southeast Alaska with their families, being able to serve the elders that are here, and it would just make for a beautiful community as we all work together to make that happen. Agreed, 100%. Now, if somebody wanted to contact JEDC and get all that info, how, how sure. would they go about that? 523-2324. 523-2324. Yep, and we call it Shrek. <laughs> S-R-E-C, but I don't know. Somehow we call it Shrek. And Tanya Muldoon is the program to director um, with a wealth of experience. She came over to us from the state, and she is just a, <clears throat> a volume of knowledge around all of the ins and outs of getting care, um, barriers to getting care, challenges that our elders face out in the community. Um, she's been uh, out and about traveling people know who she is and we are very honored to have her on our team okay what are those what are some of the barriers and challenges that we're, we're that we're seeing the elders uh uh um, come across in, in our community? Well, you know, honestly, one of the biggest one is a lack of care providers, paid care providers. Mm -hmm. You know, so many seniors are doing great, except they just need a little help. They just need their driveway shoveled so they can get to their mailbox in and out. They just need someone to help with the shopping a little bit or just a little bit of cleaning up or chore service. Maybe they're with a caregiver and that caregiver desperately needs just a little bit of time, a little bit of respite. Now, my agency, Catholic Community Service, we have grants to pay for that. And we'll even set it up for a caregiver and their wow. and their senior, but there aren't enough providers. Now there's 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 great agencies in town who do this, but they don't have enough staff. Okay. And so part of the effort that JEDC is working on is that workforce side, which is how do we get more people trained and able and available to provide care in people's homes. I mean, obviously, there's other challenges, too, which is specialized medical care. Um, and that's especially telling in the smaller communities where they're, we're fortunate in Juneau to have uh, Bartlett does home health now and, um, and hospice. And so we have those services in Juneau, but many communities in southeast Alaska don't. And this effort, even though it's coming out of JEDC, J for Juno. <laughs> it's actually a regional effort, and I am one of the co-chairs of this coalition, and the other co-chair is Cheryl Yisley down in Ketchikan, and so we're being very attentive to try to develop relationships between providers who are in different communities, but learning from each other. So one of, we get together once a month as a coalition for learning and sharing and, and 
problem solving together. And um, so we had um, Bernice, who a Metcalf down in Ketchikan, who happens to be with Catholic Community Service also, did a great presentation on, they had a community senior picnic, and it was hugely successful. And so they got on, they told us all how they did it. And we all ask a million questions. And so we're trying to share those best practices. It's not just about um, allowing someone to maintain and survive in their home. It's about quality of life. It's about having being part of community still um, and participating in community and and all of us benefiting from the value um, of having our elders with us right you know excellent good stuff good stuff uh, and JEDC uh, what is the website there if, if somebody wanted to go and learn more online okay it is um, jedc.org forward slash s-r-e-c forward slash S-R-E-C. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's J-E-D-C dot O-R-G forward slash S-R-E-C. And that is for the J-E-D-C uh, website. You can also call 523-2324 or go to Catholic Community Services website, which is C-C-S-A-K dot O-R-G or call 463-6177. Again, uh, elders are experiencing barriers, challenges, and lack of uh, some uh, of, of the amenities that they need, caregivers being uh, the major one right now. And we need to learn more about that and find people that want to know more about that. Uh, it'd be very nice if we can find some young people who are interested yes. in being caretakers. And, uh, hey, there's there's all sorts of benefits to, to uh, being a, a caretaker for an elderly person who is going through uh, some rough times, you, you never know what you're going to learn from somebody. Absolutely. Uh, talking to an elderly person who's, who's had a, a life, they've got so many experiences to share. And Absolutely, and I think it enhances our, our own quality of life to hear those stories and, and learn from them. Um, you know, and, and that's the value um, of having elders as integrated into our community, not off mm-hmm. warehouse somewhere or off to the side where we're going to forget about them, but truly a part of the fabric of the community. And, and in Juneau, that's over a quarter of the population. I mean, if we're not going to engage with, with 25% of our population, um, what are we doing anyway? I mean, so, yeah. and we have very active seniors in Juneau. I mean, I, I see 80-year-olds hiking Mount Roberts, you know, and I'm like, gee whiz, wow, it's so impressive. But there's others that are, are past that stage, and um, but still have a lot of value to add oh, to all absolutely. of our lives, all of our absolutely. lives, you know. So um, I really would love to see seniors be able to continue to be part of the community and and live live independently. You know, I think we all want that. Yeah, and we need so we need to invest in our elders that are that are here in the community now, and uh, and and take care of them uh, the way they need to be taken care of, the way they deserve to be taken, and care the of. way they we took care of us when we were yeah, little, so and they were the and they were you know in in their middle years uh, they took care of us, and so yeah. let's let's pass it forward, shall we? Absolutely, gosh, some great stuff here. <laughs> uh, now uh, I want to remind folks I, this is the third time I'm going to make this reminder, maybe the last. Um, <laughs> Tomorrow, Tuesday the 14th, and for the following two Tuesdays, you can uh, get those seminars online uh, on the ccsak.org site. They are free, about an hour long. Learn about how you can be a a caretaker, uh, what kind of challenges may arise, and how to deal with them, as well as how to communicate with uh, elders that that may be battling some sort of uh, an issue, whether it be 
dementia or Alzheimer's or just getting older in general. Yeah. Um, thank you both for coming in. Thank you. My pleasure. Thank and, you. And uh, I hope, I hope, is there a way for you to, to meter or, or count the folks that are taking part in these seminars? I believe we do. Okay. That, that'd be good information to okay. have. And, sure and uh, I think uh, maybe we just need to make that in, encourage folks to do that a little bit more often. Um, I, I think a, a couple encouraging uh, <laughs> moments might might go a long way with that. But, Absolutely. Uh, thank you so much. And uh, that is going to do it for our Capital Chat today. Uh, it is 8.57. Keep your ears right here. We do have News of the North coming your way.